People think the new fresh fragrances from Glade are fresher than fresh, like artist Priscilla. This smells like houses in the Hampton Champagne toast down in Brazil. Smells like anything you think could happen, probably will. Explore the new Glade Fresh collection today. Los Angeles. You may notice in the sound of my voice, I'm a little bit like Tom Hanks at the Golden Globes. Twice as sick, half as charming. What are you getting? What kind of footage are you getting right now? Getting some good stuff? No, it's okay. I'm not trying to just... Oh. You came all the way from London? Wow. Thanks for coming. Seems as though uh, we're heading towards monarchy right as you're heading away from it. <laughs> sort of interesting. Your ancient dictatorial traditions are coming to an end just as we as a nation are rediscovering some of its virtues. Pod Save America and Love It or Leave It are going on tour. We are going everywhere, including Iowa City in one week. Go to crooked.com slash events and watch my Twitter feed. We're going to be announcing those Iowa guests. All right, let's get into it. What a week. We're going to talk about the news on everyone's mind. Uh, Mr. Peanut has died at the age of 104. Finally, some good news. But don't worry, the lawsuit against his estate will continue. His victims could still see restitution, thanks to more incredible reporting by Ronan Farrow. <laughs> Stop it. He'll never hear this. It's, uh... Police uh, do not have a suspect in the death of Mr. Peanut, but they should be able to match the DNA to the semen collected at the crime scene. <laughs> I'm not stopping. I don't know what, what you think's on this card, but... It's not not more jokes about Mr. Peanut. <laughs> not to be outdone, Progressive announced that live during halftime at the Super Bowl, they will be murdering the actress who plays Flo. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Hillary killed Mr. Peanut. I'm done. Uh, breaking news, Hillary Clinton, not a fan of Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but she will support the nominee. Will she like it if Bernie's the nominee? I do not think so. She'll scream so loud in Chappaqua, they'll hear her on Wall Street, which is fine, because then she can collect her usual fee. <laughs> anyway, this is the last few days before voting, which is crazy, but it's true. So this is the last chance we have to talk before the votes are cast. And so it's the last chance we can all say in good faith that we're going to do everything we can for the nominee, no matter who that person is, before people start saying, well, you're only saying that because your person won. Yang. <laughs> Don't laugh. A lot of the leading candidates are in D.C., sitting in silence. <laughs> Not Yang. All coming up Yang. <laughs> so most of us will vote for someone who is not the nominee. We are part of one big, diverse movement from the shores of Chapo Trap House to the purple mountains that Tom Steyer had built behind his house. <laughs> so we all have to remember 
We all have to do our part, even if we're angry that our person didn't win, even if we find some of the supporters of the candidates we don't like to be annoying online. And I say that as someone who has, at various times, spent time in the barrel, pissing off various factions of various candidates. And I'll tell you something, and I just want to be clear. I'm not going to say who it is in the spirit of unity, but I will say that in all my time of picking fights with various Democratic candidates, sometimes in ways I regret, sometimes in ways I don't, the Bernie bros have nothing on another candidate's people. And I'm not even going to tell you who it is because of unity. Anyway, the point I was making is uniting with people you like is easy. When Trump was elected, there were two big things on my mind, and I'm telling you this because it's true, not because I'm drawing a comparison. I did genuinely happen to be reading a lot about Weimar Germany at the time, and <laughs> I'm just telling you that that's something that happened. It was, a, it was somewhat of a coincidence. I started reading about Weimar Germany before Trump was even announcing, before he came down the escalator. I was just fascinated by the period, what happened. Anyway... One of the lessons that I drew was that there are these two great challenges that confront people when they're facing attacks on institutions uh, from the right. And one is, how do you fight to preserve institutions when you're fighting against those that don't believe in the rules? If you're trying to show a bunch of people that basketball is a really cool, fun sport where the rules make sense, and the other side is just traveling the whole time, <laughs> you, you, don't wanna, you, you have an urge to travel but you're trying to say that traveling makes the game worse. So you're stuck, you know? Damned if you travel and damned if you don't, which is uh, not dribbling enough. <laughs> so that was the one thing. How to, it's a vice grip between trying to preserve institutions while trying to save them against those who don't play by their rules. And the other is that it is very hard in an anxious time in which you feel like you're losing when lots of people feel disenfranchised uh, joining many who have felt disenfranchised for a long time, to keep a big, fractious, diverse, liberal coalition, progressive coalition together. Keeping a coalition together is not a question when everybody sees each other as being on the same side. But I see it all the time. You know, I, I said in passing on Twitter, which is the only way you can say anything on Twitter. <laughs> it's a whole medium about saying things in passing, then preserved for all time. Oops. <laughs> but that we should all take a pledge now before the voting starts to support whoever the nominee may be. And I received a lot of people saying, uh, then you better get behind Bernie because otherwise we won't support anybody else. And by the way, I got plenty of people saying, if Bernie's the nominee, I'm sorry, I may vote for that person, but I'm not going to knock on doors because of all the things their supporters say online. And that's a trap. Even if there are people on the side you don't support, saying that they won't support you. Your ability to see someone as being on your team is not predicated on their agreement. That's all. <laughs> I cannot believe what I'm going to next. Philadelphia Flyers mascot and socialist icon Gritty is under investigation after allegations he punched a 13-year-old boy in November during a photo shoot. Feds targeting another leftist. It's Martin Luther King all over again. And finally, big news of the week. On Tuesday, the impeachment trial of Donald Trump began in the United States Senate. This trial, this trial has everything. 
Mitch McConnell scolding Democrats about fairness, John Roberts yelling about civility, and of course, Ted Cruz drinking milk on the Senate floor. <laughs> Ted Cruz is an all-American man who likes a tall glass of milk, a dumb president who's above the law, and a warm laptop filled with incest pornography. <laughs> it is a near statistical certainty that many of you who just laughed are laughing, the knowing laugh of a person who has watched incest pornography. Now the laugh's changing. But why? As the trial was starting, a new pew poll, pew, 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 found that 51% of Americans think that the Senate trial should result in the removal of the president from office. Now let's go to a clip of the Senate bowing to the will of the people. No, I'm not saying that's okay. I'm not saying it's appropriate. I'm saying that it didn't happen. Terrific, terrific. That was Senator Mike Braun. Let's go to uh, Senator Barrasso. Well, we sat through another day. Seems like Groundhog's Day in the Senate. Uh, and what we heard from the, the managers yesterday, the day before, it is the same thing day after day after day. It does seem that after about an hour and a half, they start repeating themselves as if you could impeach uh, by just kind of repeating the same thing by repetition. Let's just, let's just get this straight. On Tuesday, 53 Republicans in the Senate voted against amendments that would have allowed new evidence into the trial. 12 hours later, those same Republicans went on Fox to complain that no new evidence was introduced in the trial. It is a little bit like they looked a waiter in the eye and said, I want that toast black. And then five minutes later, some toast came out and they said, how could you bring me this toast? This toast is burnt. And then one of them was like, I smell burnt toast. Well, that's just one of them having a stroke. Because they're old. Over the course of the last few days, Adam Schiff has done an extraordinary job building the narrative around the president's misconduct. He spent much of his time speaking to the Senate's sense of patriotism and duty to which Merrick Garland, who was driving 150 miles an hour at night with the lights off just to feel something, said, oh, oh good luck with that, sweetie. <laughs> I'm just hoping that the Love It or Leave It listeners who stick with the show week after week are enjoying the version of Merrick Garland I paint. Because it's a man with nothing to lose. The second article of impeachment alleges that Donald Trump obstructed the impeachment inquiry and is holding on to material without sharing it with Democrats. How did Donald Trump respond to this allegation? Let's roll the clip. But honestly, we have all the material. They don't have the material. I feel like we're all like Sherlock Holmes, putting the clues together. And every few minutes, Moriarty comes in and is like, I did it. <laughs> We have to ignore it because when he confesses on camera, it somehow doesn't count. And nobody told us. He's the guy that fucking, we're all so smart. He's so stupid. And none of us knew that if the president just confesses to the crimes on camera, it doesn't count. In fact, it makes us not care as much. What? What? It's horseshit. He keeps doing it. No, it must be buried in a secret server. 
It must be evidence, pizza parlor basements. No, that's where the true facts are. You gotta go deep inside a whistleblower's mind. Dossiers, Russian hotel rooms. He's been making the P-tape on cable news for three and a half years. It's also been reported that several Senate Democrats have been considering a trade. If Republicans let John Bolton testify, Democrats would let Joe Biden testify. Gonna go on a limb here, but I'm pretty sure the several Senate Democrats are named Amy, Bernie, and Liz. (laughs) There's also, uh, there's no senator named Pete, but some guy named Pete signed that one too. I think it's a good trade. Me too, pal. Wow. I do want to share with you a beautiful moment from Adam Schiff's closing argument on Wednesday. Let's roll the clip. What brought us here is that some courageous people came forward. Courageous people that risked their entire careers. But people senior to them who have every advantage, who sit in positions of power, lack that same basic commitment, lack that same basic willingness to put their country first and expose wrongdoing. They risked everything, their careers. And yes, I know what you're asked to decide may risk yours too. But if they could show the courage, so can we. Of course, uh, the Trump lawyers did respond with this. Clearly his taste in women is the same as his taste in lawyers, only the very best with just the right amount of dirty. (laughs) That's a joke. All right, here's a real clip. President Trump is a man of his word. Who's that for? I do want to say, you know, we are in Adam Schiff's district right now. I think we spend a lot of time dealing with the fact that we keep waiting for the right person to be in the right place at the right time, and we've often ended up with the worst person, the worst moment, and the worst time. But every once in a while, there's somebody that you don't dislike in any way. You may even respect and admire as a congressperson, but you don't realize that they're going to step up and perform the most extraordinary of services and be the right person for the job in the right moment to represent an incredibly important fight where the stakes are total and meet the moment. And it's so amazing. I feel so fortunate that I'm represented by Adam Schiff and I feel an incredible amount of gratitude that we have this person who's able to stand up there and even in this cynical moment And even when there are so many Republicans who refuse to listen, refuse to see the truth because it is so much easier to pretend that their own interests are the country's interests, that he can hold their attention and say something powerful enough to get fucking Lindsey Graham to tell him after that he did a good job. (laughs) Every once in a while you say, wow, there's a person who worked their whole lives to be in the right place at the right time, to have the skill and expertise and integrity and intelligence to carry themselves like this when, when the glare and the spotlight couldn't be greater, and I just think that's an uh, inspiring thing to keep in mind. All right, when we come back, we're going to play a game about what's happening in Florida and Amendment 4. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something I need to get off my chest? What is your outlet for working through the things that stress you out? Oh, man. You know, I don't know. Pushing it down. <laughs> Pushing it all the way down, getting it real down deep in there. Squish it. Squishing it. Squishing it real tight. Fighting through it. <laughs> Gotta fight through it. 
Skinny jeans are for dads. Fight it. You fight it. You push it down. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. <laughs> when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Not me. Not me. I'm running on rails. <laughs> Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, I said to my therapist just yesterday, I just feel like I don't have the 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 attention span right now to focus on some of these longer term issues. And she's mm. like, you found a way to say that every session for the past five years. <laughs> If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Everybody needs therapy. You need therapy. I need therapy. Tommy needs therapy. Mm. We all need therapy. Mm-hmm. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love it. And we're back. Back in 2018, Florida voters overwhelmingly passed Amendment 4 to restore voting rights for 1.4 million formerly incarcerated people after they completed their sentences. It was a victory of democracy and organization and compassion and community over fear and systemic racism. But even as they were voting for Amendment 4, Florida also elected Ron DeSantis as governor. And ever since, he has done everything in his power to subvert the will of the voters. Florida changed the definition of completing your sentence to include paying all fines, fees, and restitution associated with that sentence, including court fees and administrative fees, essentially a poll tax. That means poor people who have done their time, including parole, are now being denied the vote in 2020, despite their fellow Floridians going to the polls to demand otherwise. And it could cut the number of people uh, who otherwise would be eligible, newly eligible, because of this amendment, in half. This is a tradition and a long history of politicians looking to disenfranchise citizens, especially black people, by redefining what it means to commit a felony and what it means to pay your debt to society. In fact, we wanted to highlight just how easy it is to become a felon in this country in a game we're calling Felon Collie and the Infinite Sadness... (laughs) Which Travis tells me is a joke about a Smashing Pumpkins album, a reference older than most crooked interns. <laughs> Would anyone out there like to play the game? Hi, what's your name? Ian. Ian? Yes. Where are you from, Ian? Uh, Thousand Oaks. Wow. Yep. She came from London. Uh, you know, we do what we can. How's life in T.O.? It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> Here's how it works. I will read out loud a crime, and if it's considered a felony... Ian, you say true. If it's not, say false. All right. You ready? Yeah. It's a federal felony to grow or sell any amount of weed. Uh, False. No, that's true. In 2013, a man in Florida released a bunch of heart-shaped balloons as a romantic gesture for his girlfriend, and then he was charged with a felony. True. Correct. In Alabama, it's a felony to purchase, possess, or train a bear for the purposes of bear wrestling. (laughs) True. True. In New York, it's a felony to stop walking in the middle of a busy sidewalk so you can dig through your stupid tote. False. False, and it should be true. In Michigan, it's a felony to commit adultery. True. And yet Trump still went there more than Hillary. In In Georgia, it's a felony to be sarcastic or condescending to a judge. True. Nope, that's false. It's from my cousin Vinny. In Tennessee, (laughs) in Tennessee, it's a felony to share your Netflix password. False. It is false, but it is illegal uh, in Tennessee, apparently, according to this card. In 2001, four people were convicted of a felony and sentenced to prison for importing lobster tails that were the wrong size and packaged in clear plastic bags rather than cardboard. True. True. 
In Indiana, stealing a hot dog is a felony. That seems true. Yes, someone was charged with this in 2014 because the law says that any theft is a felony if the thing you stole is no longer usable, and guess what? He ate that fucking hot dog. <laughs> in Nevada, is it a felony to expose your penis to a penis doctor if you don't have health insurance? Yes. No. <laughs> in Maryland, it's a felony to day drink dark liquor, such as scotch or whiskey. False. False. In Skamania County, Washington, it's a felony to kill Bigfoot. I hope that's false. No, it's true, but let's still do it and be legends. All right. In California, it's illegal to lie about your height and weight on your driver's license. True. I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> it's a felony to intentionally hide someone's mail. True. In New York, it's a felony to grab a cop's gun if you don't say yoink. It's true in all cases. It, I don't, it says false here, but I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, it's, the yoink is false. <laughs> Honestly, don't do it either way, and we'll just have to update that with the facts. In California, it's a felony to be both younger and more successful than me. False. Yeah, it's sadly true. You won the game, Ian. All right. Thanks for playing. You get a gift card. And I, you know, Desmond Mead was on today's Pond Save America. He's the executive director of the Florida Rights Restoration Coalition. If you text FEES, F-E-E-S, to 82623, or if you go to floridarrc.com, you can help pay the fines and fees of uh, people who have been disenfranchised in Florida. Uh, they've already helped a lot of people. They're doing it in a number of ways. That you, they're going before judges and getting the judges to give people back their right to vote. They're paying these fees. And also, if you're listening to this and your name rhymes with Bomb Steyer or Mike Schroomberg, uh, and you want to really help Democrats win in November, there are hundreds of thousands of people in Florida who are on the cusp of having their right to vote back, and uh, we can all help. We come back. Our panel. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley, in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. And we're back! She's a writer and comedian, the co-host of Crooked Media's own Keep It. Please welcome back Aida Osman. Don't touch me, John. Not while you're sick, don't touch me. I won't. Why am I sitting so close? This should be like an episode, a movie, what's it called? Contagion? I'm going to sit like this the whole podcast. I watched Contagion on a plane. Yeah, it's a plane movie for sure. Oh my goodness, every fucking cough. Thanks for having me. <laughs> He's an actor, comedian, and the host of the podcast, Sam Pancake Presents, the Monday afternoon movie. Please welcome Sam Pancake. Hi, Sam. I brought an empty bottle. I don't know why. We're, here's a souvenir. Enjoy oh! it. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm a nightmare. We're already having so much fun. 
Now it's time for a game called OK Stop. What the... I swear to God, you know, we've got a, we've got a new intern on the ones and twos. I'm, wa- your, your I'm watching. I'm watching. I fear my job's on the line, too. We play for keeps. <laughs> we'll roll a clip. Panel can say, okay, stop at any point to comment. You know the way you feel in the morning when someone brings a box of donuts to the office and you say you're only going to have a piece, and that piece leads to a half, and the half leads to trying many halves, and then you find one you really like, so you eat the whole one, and before you know it, it's 10 a.m., and you have that weird full but not full feeling, like after a wedding, where you ate a bunch of small things over hours but ever feel like you really ate a meal. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? Yes. That's what Fox and Friends does every morning to the minds of our fathers. <laughs> Let's see what Fox and Friends thought about the most important Senate hearing in maybe three decades. Really, only time will tell whether or not Schumer's strategy of trying to get all this out there and what was a marathon day will work or not. Thank you very much, Griff. And luckily, oh, it's thanks, so Griff. exciting. Uh, it's going to keep him awake. Oh my God. If you watch some of it, there were snippets, and we're showing you the okay, good stop. stuff. Why does everyone at Fox News dress like the cake batter at a gender reveal party? <laughs> Girls in pink, boys in blue. Like, why? If a gender reveal party as a concept became a person, they would run Fox and Friends. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they'd br- like, let's bring a real patriarchy with balloons mindset. Yeah. That's Fox and Friends. <laughs> That's why their faces are so waxy. It's just candles melting, like, just drip. Okay. Those men match. I'm on the TV, y'all. I have been for 400 years. And one thing that they do in wardrobe is to make sure that everyone compliments and offsets. And, like, it's not matchy, 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 matchy. Like, these grown, horrible, grinning, clownish, white man, middle-aged twins. I don't... Stop it. And so, sh- do the women always have to wear fuchsia pink or lavender? Is that like their thing? I don't watch Fox News. I can't. I won't. I don't care anymore. I, I just can't have it in my brain. So this is... I'm from West Virginia, so I grew up with that bullshit. So I don't... This is making me sick to my stomach. Anyway. So, Sam, I think you made a really good point. And, and it's this. Only no, the I one? Did, I did. I do. Uh, uh, much, and it was, it was in stark relief when um, Sean Spicer was on Dancing with the Sars. And, um, stars is used loosely. Stars. Yeah. Yeah. Question mark. Uh, <laughs> inside of all of these places, inside of Fox News, inside of ABC, there is a fifth column of gay stylists, hairdressers, makeup artists right. who come in every day doing their part for the resistance. Oh, and, good, yeah. Our people. And, and it may not, may not change the world. It may not defeat Donald Trump overnight. But they get it in. But there's a, there is a, a gay person who hands each of these two um, There's a people. branding going, take it. No, just put it on. You look great, Wallace, or whoever they are. <laughs> I play him on TV a lot, I know. Girl, your hair, wank, secretly, looks terrible. It was unbelievably boring. Yeah, it's basically... I I, I don't know how people can follow it. Basically, Republicans approve the rules. Democrats over and over and over. We want witnesses. We want witnesses. But right now... I just love the idea of, like, your job is to explain to people what happened during those long, boring stretches. It's not like your job is to be like, I couldn't pay, I'm the news and I couldn't pay attention. Snooze alert. Don't worry about it. I don't think we missed anything. <laughs> They're all like, motion to proceed. What does that mean? I don't know and I don't care. 
why are they patting themselves on the back for synthesizing information? That is, that's <laughs> refusing like to synthesize yeah, information. Refusing. That's like your babysitter being like, I watched them. And you're like, that's what I paid you to do. And also just like, ugh, I know this is so redundant to all of us, but no consideration for the Constitution or the rule of law. I'm exhausted. <laughs> oh, Christ, what can I say anymore? All right. Sick of dirt. So it's just like, anyway, 1787, a bunch of people trying to write a constitution. Amendments, but boring, boring, boring. Yeah, so boring. Republicans are saying no. We'll see what happens with that. We watched so that you don't have to watch the entire thing. You, you, if you watched it, you felt like you were watching yes, opening didn't. arguments. Those haven't even started yet. Right. Right. This was just the debate over the rules. And I was sitting back watching last night thinking, this is a circus. And then I thought, and then my wife, Jen, corrected me and said, no, at least circuses are entertaining. Right. Like, this is just a show. You know how it's going to end. 53-47 on every vote. Now you have three days to endure of the House managers, right. the Democrats, making their case. I don't think the majority the of people watched. I think they just turned to no. us to be able to summarize it for them. Okay, stop. So but they're not doing it. <laughs> they're not... <laughs> They're not actually telling you what happened. They're explaining why they were too bored to watch it. Imagine, if you will, that it was a Democratic president, say Bill Clinton, who was being impeached. Imagine how different that would be on the whitey, whitey, white, 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 white set, the couch as white as them. It's just sickening. They'd be up in arms, foaming at the mouth, seething, and just like rending their sp man spanks apart. And I'm speaking from experience. I'm wearing where now it's not comfortable. <laughs> I think they turned it on and they thought, oh, wait, didn't I hear this a couple of weeks yes. ago? Right. Don't I know how this is going to And I'm going to hear it again tomorrow. Yeah. I'll say this. I've said it many times. Uh, if you remember the film, the, the Twilight Zone film, that's the one where it begins with uh, Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks in a car. Yes. And it keeps getting better. I love that movie. I meant that. Um, and, you know, there's a, there's a story inside of that film in which a little boy has total control over reality. And so he lives in a house with his family that are forced to do everything he wants. And so every day it's his birthday. And every day he gets a birthday cake and he gets cheeseburgers with peanut butter on them. And no one can say anything wrong and the television is only on cartoons. Donald Trump is their little boy who controls their reality. And these are three people living in abject terror that their boy king will put them inside the cartoon. <laughs> we come back. We'll have the rant wheel. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. And we're back! <laughs> now it's time for the rant wheel. You know how it works. We spin the wheel. Wherever it lands, we'll talk about the topics. This week on the wheel, we have gaygism. That sounds bad. It's like ageism, but for gay people. Yep. Not gaygism. <laughs> Lack of baby wipes. C-SPAN production values. Space Force camouflage. Free Britney. Intermittent fasting. The crown. And the crown. <laughs> Let's spin the wheel. 
me guess. It has landed on intermittent fasting. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Other than the long periods of time where you can't eat, it's a breeze. <laughs> but I'm really finding it trouble. Here's, what, here's what's happening. Let me tell you about a, a problem I'm running into, all right? I have a tried and true method to avoid eating late night desserts. There's always gotta be two things in my house, all right? It's gotta be a loaf of grainy bread, three things in my house. There's gotta be a crunchy peanut butter, all right? And I'm gonna return to the peanut butter in a second. And there's got to be honey that I didn't buy, but probably Ronan bought for tea, something I don't do. And so, when the monster comes, when you're midway through an episode of The Crown in which the moral of the story, as always, is best not get involved. <laughs> you, don't, you don't go hunting for an ice cream novelty by checking to see if the CVS in walking distance is still open. You get a piece of grainy bread. You smear on some peanut butter. And you put a little honey on it. Here's the problem. You eat that at 10.30 p.m. and you want to get a good 16-hour fast Nobody wants to be around you. And you got an attitude because it's 9.45 and lunch isn't for five hours. Here's the point. Are we all going to pretend that the fancy organic peanut butter that separates is better than good old-fashioned American Skippy? Are we all going to continue to tell this lie to ourselves? What are we doing? Los Angeles with this godforsaken peanut butter. You open it up and there is two inches all the way to the fucking brim of the kind of oil that feels like it's from like like Ice Planet 9 that if it touches you, if it gets on you, you are lubricated like a jet engine. Once that, once that oil comes over the side of that fucking jar. It's done. It can't be removed. You gotta go get turpentine to clean the side of this fucking jar. If you pour the oil out, you got yourself some rock hard peanut butter. <laughs> but <laughs> it is 2020. We have a space force. Have none of the people at Peanut Butter HQ seen a bathtub? If it's filled to the fucking brim with two inches of motor oil that you need to mix inside of rock-hard nut paste. The second a fucking spoon touches that oil, it's everywhere. And we're all walking around like this is correct and fine and the better, more expensive option than the Skippy I ate at a child that's that's built for fucking bread that you can paint like fucking Bob Ross on a piece of grainy bread when you're stoned out of your fucking gourd at 10.25 because you pause the crown because you're still on the fence about visiting a place where children died. The point I'm making is I'm switching back to the inorganic peanut butter and I don't want to hear another goddamn word about it. And I don't know what they're doing over there at something something 365. <laughs> Whatever's going on on there. I would like it to spend one day of the 365 days 
thinking about the packaging, something, so that when you get a jar of organic peanut butter, it's not a fucking science project. I'm not sure if I'm gonna make it on the intermittent fasting. I forgot this was about that. I literally started yesterday. Yeah, I think. How many hours? Eight? Are you doing? Uh, eating eight hours and then off? I'm doing it. I'm really, I think, my, I think it's only going to work for me if I shift to a 27-hour day. <laughs> it's not going to work. i got to face it. Here's the problem. I keep cheating by having breakfast. <laughs> Let's spin it again. I'm terrified. Oh, is it just like... Oh. has landed on the lack of baby wipes. Uh-oh. Aida. I feel like this choice reveals a lot about my ass. <laughs> okay. First of all, I would like to say, first and foremost, I do not want to... Someone said, oh my God, and oh my God is right. This is going to be horrible. I don't want to be judged on the frivolity <laughs> of which I'm about to speak about human feces. I'm going to get out of your way. That's so fair. All this I need space. It. I need to, like, eagle out. I'm just going to be out here. I... <laughs> Recently went to Sweden, and maybe the Miss London over here can attest to this. Where is she at? So you know how our bathrooms, our stalls end like right here, and we can like play footsie with the person next to us if we really want to? I noticed that when I was in Sweden, there were like little full cubicles, like they're full rooms that you can go to the bathroom. Is it like that in the UK? Very, but do, would you say majority it's that rather than? Yes, so you're saying yes. Why do we shit in barbarity? Like, why do I have to be in close quarters with someone when I'm going to the bathroom with them? It's really disrespectful. Thank you. And I know the person clapping is a woman. I know this. Because I'm sick of doing this like, is anybody here when I really want to do a number two? Do you know what I'm talking about? So that, and most importantly, so when I was in Sweden, I decided to venture into the men's bathroom and I was in the women's bathroom and of course they had baby wipes for your ass. Okay, so you can be actually clean. But then also in the men's bathrooms where I didn't belong, but I went, there were baby changing tables and baby wipes. Like, just let that sit in for a second, what that means politically, okay, for the country of Sweden and for the babies of Sweden and why they're better people than us. <laughs> because their dads wipe their asses with moist towelettes. I just want you guys to think about this. The next time you're in the bathroom, be mad. Be mad. Think about what you're using to wipe your ass. It's dry, one-ply toilet paper. I was at a fancy restaurant the other night. Once in a while. And uh, I was sitting at the bar. Because I'm a cool guy. Sometimes I eat at the bar. The hallway that led to the restrooms was, was by there. And a woman came bounding out of the bathrooms. And she turned to me, a stranger. And she, she had like... um. She had like the, the like glasses and like short hair and like a pajimina. Pajimina? Pajimina. Pajimina. A pajimina. Come on, gay boy, come on. I, I just misspoke. Litmus down. I know it's a pajimina. <laughs> she had the air of a, like a literature professor, but the one you want. Like you want her class. She was cool. But, but tough. But she pushes you. <laughs> but she came out and turned to me, a stranger, eating a meal at the bar saying... The toilets in here are amazing. 
I was like, I'm sorry, what? They have those toilets, and they're magical, and they spray water and air, and it was wonderful in there. And it, I feel so clean and good. Like, Great. She walked away. And then I turned to the bartender. I was like, oh, you guys have those, like, those, uh, those Toto toilets that spray water? And I said, yeah. And I was like, are they in the men's room too? And he goes, honestly, we had them for two weeks, and they stopped working because men are disgusting. <laughs> I housed that for a, a rich friend one time who had one, and they make noises in the middle of the night like ghosts, like Japanese phantoms. They'll just they'll be sleeping like, <laughs> like it, it like a self cleaning itself or just moving around for right. You have one, I can tell. They just like literally. I was and there's like and, and, you're, and like what's going on? There's a ghost robot in the house because it's one of those old Hollywood mansions. There's probably thousands of murders there. Anyway, it was terrifying. Good night. Let's, for God's sakes, let's spin it again. We've got to spin the wheel again. Oh, no. I feel like it's rigged. You have a problem. It has landed on the crown, which means, in my heart, it has also landed on C-SPAN production values. <laughs> the crown is a magnificent show. Beautiful, stirring, but a group of people whose goal in life is to leave no impression, have very little impact, and do their best to stay out of politics. And they keep failing at it. I put on the, the last episode of season three in my house, and uh, Ronan was bounding about, and he came in, and he caught a speech by Olivia Coleman, which is always something like this. Sometimes the most important thing a queen can do was nothing. <laughs> and Ronan turned to me and he was like, I assumed that by... I, I watched the season one and I assumed that by season three they'd have come to some new lesson. <laughs> because I believe Claire Foy gave that speech in season one. And I was like, yeah, she did. And yet, The Crown could not be more stirring. Why? Because it's shot beautifully. Magnificent score, wonderful performances, rich tapestries, and the camera work. My goodness. Lots of beautiful shots. Protagonist centered. Come around. What's behind him? Big fucking castle. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> You're standing behind somebody, and they're looking out at a field. You can bet your bottom dollar that when we come around, there's a castle. And so through the power of cinema, photography, <laughs> and the power of camera angles, a stirring tale, which brings me to the impeachment trial. C-SPAN, I don't know what your budget is. I don't know what Mitch McConnell's letting you do or not do. Come around, show me some fucking reaction shots. Where, where did you go to fucking film school? I got, I got a fucking, I got a shot on Val Deming that does not move. This isn't Birdman. Cut to another goddamn angle. <laughs> Show me a senator looking at this thing. Oh, wow. That's how we understand what's going on. You show someone saying something, you cut to the people hearing it. And by their reactions, you have a reaction as well. 
perhaps the same, perhaps different. And inside of that tension, inside of the moving of the camera, is a bit of interest, visual, psychological. No, it's one fucking still camera on a gray background and members of Congress speaking for hours. Let's spin it one more time. It has landed on gaygism. That's for me. All right, I'm a gay gentleman of a certain age. I've lived in L.A. since 1987. I've been around for a minute and a half. I'm the kind of gay dude who, like, saw some shit because of AIDS and everything else. Now, the good thing about being a gay guy my age nowadays is because of the apps and everything, and because I look all right for my age, I know I look great. Um, I'm over 40, and I'm so much over 40 that I'm over 50. And um, <laughs> I'm that much over 40. So the good news these days, these young boys come, like, I, this college student from Chicago, wanted to take me out to lunch when he was visiting here, and he sat down with me, and I was like, tell me your story. And he was like, well, you know, uh, my dad left when I was young, but I don't have daddy issues. And I held his hand, and I said, you absolutely do. Or you wouldn't be sitting here with this guy, but it's fine, so do I. Let's figure them out together. But, um, so... That is now. Now, when I was in my 20s and 30s, in the, in the 90s, my 20s and early 30s, this, is, this gets dark, and in the 80s when I was teens and early 20s, it was a terrible time to be a gay person, as we all know, and it, with AIDS. Men were dying. Men had HIV. Like, we lost so many people. It was just, go to a party, look around at your five closest friends. Two years later, they won't be there anymore, okay? It was that dark. I lost my boss. I lost my, my uncle. Um, so I had no as a young gay performer. Uh, I was out since 1990. I was never in. I didn't have the energy. So I was just always like figuring it out. So that's the, when I was young, I didn't have any mentors. I didn't have anyone to look up to who was a gay male performer or comedian. People were in the closet or sick or just not interested. I had a couple other, couple casting director friends, but they just also wanted to do, oh, fuck me. And that's a different relationship. So I was at this event, like, not about, it's been a few months ago, and there's this guy I've met three or four times who's a young, like, young, mid-30s, I guess, early 30s, not that young, (laughs) comedian, writer, person, who I've been around it three or four times, and I stupidly, with another friend in the conversation, revealed how old I was, because a part of the thing is taking away the stigma in the gay community of age. I'm not so much that I'm going to say it right now in front of you, Google me, it's wrong too, I don't care. Um... (laughs) But, but I'm over 50. So, and I stupidly said my age to this guy, and this one guy said, like, um, wow, I knew you were a little, one of those gays a little bit older than us, but I didn't know you were that much older than us. And I was like, well, yeah, I am. And so then, two events later, after being around this person and running into the things and him being, being not a nice person, we read another thing, and he was looking over my f- shoulder at my phone, which, and I have, my text is on pretty large, and I still wear reading glasses. So then he looks over my shoulder, and he was, went, he just dug in deep, this bitch couldn't help herself, and he was like, you're, God, you're so old, your text is so big, how old are you, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, what I say to all young people, and all of us older people can say to young people, and you know what I'm going to say, well, you're either going to be my age one day, or you'll be dead right which is the true of all of us and he said to me i would just in the meanest nastiest i would rather be dead than your age i would rather be dead (sighs) now i'm trying to be a good person because i'm sober seven and a half years and i'm in therapy i'm trying to honey because it was people joke about meth and i'm like that was my diet plan 97 to 2004 guess what it worked england (laughs) till it didn't um so no more booze for me. It's like people are like, why do you look so good? I'm like, I don't drink anymore. No one wants to hear that. 
glug, 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 glug. Yeah. Anyway, keep drinking. Enjoy your life. I'm not. That's just me. So I wish I still could drink, but I don't. Anyway, so this bitch, I didn't say anything, y'all. I kept it tight. I kept my tongue down. But I, and I should say this to this person's face, and hopefully they'll listen to this, and I should just, maybe I'll say it to them. I went like, bitch, do you know? Do you know how many of my friends wish they had lived to see this age? How dare you as a young gay man who's 20 years away from 54 saying you'd rather be dead? Bitch, my friends did die. My uncle died. My boss died. So many acquaintances. People I worked with at Johnny Rockets when I first moved here. The best guy in the world in the week, two weeks later you come back and they're like he's dead that's how life was for us back in the 80s and early 90s until we got the cocktail and that these and it's not anyone here and i'm not yelling at y'all i'm yelling at the world and yelling at people who might feel this way it's like you fucking i fought for you bitch like you couldn't be out and be an actor when i first moved here i fought for you i marched for you i like not me just me but like all the people guys my age a lot of who died made it the world okay for you now so have some fucking respect to your all your elders all your gay, the lesbians that helped us and all your gay elders because a legion of men and women died to give you the world you have now so respect me bitch anyway that's all But most young gay guys are sweet little angels like John Lovett and do respect. So, also, I'm single. If you just think you know that, that was a wonderful rant. Thank you. Really was. Thank you so much. Oh, you're you. welcome. I thank my friends who aren't with us anymore. And that's our show. I want to thank Ida Osmond, Sam Danke. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Improv, Nancy Pelosi, and Adam Schiff. Thank you. 282 days until the election. Pick your weekends, travel to a swing state, knock on some doors, and have a great night. Love It or Leave It is a product of Crooked Media. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett, Elise Gutierrez, Lee Eisenberg, our head writer and Michael Bloomberg's speechwriter, Travis Helwig, and writers Jocelyn Kaufman, Alicia Carroll, and Peter Miller. Bill Lance is our editor, and Frank Taddeck is our sound engineer. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McLean and Jamie Skeel, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers, Nar Malconian and Yale Freed, for filming and editing video each week so you can. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.